Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your television sets. It is a timeout. This is live. This is this the is live? Yes, it is. This ladies is and live. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Holy this crap. This is the Legion of Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Do not adjust your television sets. We, you, you usually see the tandem, the amazing tandem of Dr. Chris Featherstone and Vince Russo on Monday nights live. But for your viewing pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Wednesday night live edition of the Legion of Dynamite. Yes, it is. Vince Russo, how are you, my man? I am doing all right, Chris. I was just telling you, man, it's my wife's birthday today, so I'm yes. trying to juggle watching the show, lighting up her birthday cape, coming back here to you to do this show. And, bro, I got – Chris, I swear, bro, listen, man, I turned 60 um, on January 24th almost three years ago, January 24th, mm-hmm. and I swore – I'm not watching Dynamite anymore, bro. And I have not. Mm-hmm. So, bro, from January, um, from January 24th till today, what 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 year is that, bro? So I'm 62. So, like, it, bro, it's it's literally been almost three years. Yeah. Since wow. I watched an episode of Dynamite, bro. Wow, man. Wow. Well, uh, for the SK Nation, man, you have uh, broken nearly a three-year streak, man. So yes. thank you for, for that very, very much. Yes. A uh, bunch of happy birthday, Mr. So yes. SK Nation is an utter shock. We got a no way. We got to wait what? We got to yeah. put it in this start. We got an excuse me. We got a this is dope. We got a uh, when did you guys start doing this? Uh, what? Wow. <laughs> so uh, a lot of people are uh, very shocked. That we are doing this but hey man we're doing it uh this actually is for the sake of uh, uh some scheduling adjustments uh your wife's birthday is today and my wedding anniversary is next week so uh we we added another series of for for the week for you all for the sk nation uh so we're going to be reviewing dynamite live and of course subscribe to wrestle binge bro, bro can, can, can i can i address terrence hill for the 80,000th millionth billionth time. Yeah. Why why does he continue to talk about wrestling when he says he despises the business? Because I get paid to yes. Terrence. Yes. I, why do you go to work every day, Terrence? Why do you go to work? Because you get paid to go to work. You this do. is work. I am going to work, bro, and I get paid very nicely from Sports Kita for the 80 millionth time. And, Chris, not only that, have I said one single word about this show yet? You have not. Not one word, bro. So how how the heck does Terrence know what I'm going to say? 
one, he doesn't. And then two, that would be equivalent to saying, oh, my gosh. Uh, see, I don't acknowledge people unless they're putting super chats. Know, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why are you going to work today? I hate that you're going to work. <clears throat> Why are you going to work if you're going to talk about how much you don't like it? Well, people do that every day. But oh, God, it's so like annoying. Like, do you really think I'd be watching this stuff if I wasn't getting paid? <laughs> like, really, bro? You're volunteering your time on your wife's birthday to. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, to watch Dynamite, bro, to watch the build to Sunday's pay-per-view. Yes. Yeah, okay, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah. All right, man. So uh, this is a this is the go home show to their uh, inaugural Wrestle Dream pay per view for AEW. Uh, so this is their this is the way for them to do it. And in typical Tony Khan fashion, they're throwing matches on uh, on spot uh, just be just like they do every single uh, time that a pay per view happens, including their biggest pay per view of the year, uh, All In. Uh, in Wembley, they were just throwing matches for the for the card, and they they're doing it this this week too. So a lot of matches we saw without build, which is very typical for AEW. We start off with Ray Phoenix uh, defeating Jeff Jarrett for <clears throat> to retain the AEW International Championship. So uh, lots of uh, heel work done by Jeff Jarrett to really uh, push up Ray Phoenix to make him a worthy. Uh, um, champion. So what do you think about the opener here? Bro, I, I got to tell you, man, I was reading an article today and, and Tony Khan, uh, um, Chris, he's trying to get so over with the marks that he made this statement today because, and the only reason he's making a statement is to get over with the marks. He basically, he, he said in an interview, cause he's talking about the WWE laying off 30 people. And he's making the statement that he made the statement that I would never lay off 30 people, no matter how tight, tight budgets got or how bad business was. We, we are a family business. I really, really care about my talent. I would never, ever, ever lay off 30 people because I'm loyal to them. Okay. So I can tell you off the bat and guys, you are going to be surprised. I think about my uh, my review here because there's going to be some positives and there's going to be some negatives. But Chris, I could tell you this all the off the bat. He's he's put first of all, bro, he's putting over the fact that he would never fire anybody because he's loyal to his company. Okay, bro, so you're telling me as a talent well, bro, I guess I could do whatever the heck I want to do. Tony Khan's saying in interviews Absolutely. he's never going to fire me. That's yeah. number one. Number two, Tony, and I'm telling you this for your own good, by not cutting the roster, you're hurting your own show. Yeah. Because, Chris, I am telling you, I have not watched this show for almost three years Bro, there are way too many people on this show. Mm -hmm. You should have half the amount of people on this show. Mm -hmm. I mean, bro, right off the bat, you know, we, we got Phoenix and he's with another dude. Then we got Double J. Then we got Karen. Then we got Sanjay. Then we got Lethal. Then we got the big guy. That's seven people, Chris, 
off the bat that you are paying. So the reality of of the matter is you're trying to get over with the marks and the internet that you're never going to fire anybody. Not like, you know, the WWE. Well, first of all, Tony, this is a business. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in business, you have to cut the fat. But brother, you're killing this show having a million people on it, Chris. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I've said it before. You're you're hemorrhaging funds. Because at the end of the day, the giant hardly ever wrestles. And so he's not, he doesn't oftentimes involve himself much instead of just stands there. So he just stands there and you're, you're wasting so much money by him just standing there. There was so many times throughout the time that he's been there where he's like, um, T starting to wrestle and being in angles, but it's not. I mean, he hasn't really been. And it goes back to what I said uh, on the show with Bill after um, as far as just you're thrusting people out there. You're not really given an opportunity to really build and develop their craft and their character. So it's leading them in the, sp- in the space where you're like, OK, well, I don't really have to do much. If I if I have to sit here, I only have to do is just stand here and just be a big giant and getting paid, you know, a, a livable re- wage. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, sounds good absolutely. for me. Absolutely, so, absolutely, yeah. bro. Absolutely. Yes, but absolutely. listen, this this first match, bro. This was, you know, bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I I still love to see Jeff work, uh, because he is such a freaking pro. Um, so you know, it, it was just entertaining for me seeing Double J out there. That's how I felt uh, about because you know I'm old school, man. I, I'm baby faces and heels all day long, man, and just. Uh, when I was watching this show, when I was watching this this match, I was like, "That's that's classic Jared, man. That's that's classic Jared." And that's I, I can respect the heck out of that because guess what happened? Yes, Ray Phoenix was still very animated, was very uh, colorful in his moves, but because Jared was such a good heel, he was forced to tone it down, and that's yeah. what I appreciate about this match. I noticed that I was like. Ray Phoenix is toning a lot of his stuff down because if he was going against someone else who was super high fly, it would be death defying and they would have to one up each other's spots to get the, you know, get to get the, the, uh, the crowd response. But what makes a good heel is they're able to control the crowd, but help the baby and Ray's baby face was helped much more by Jeff Jarrett than it would by someone else who's a flippity flopper. Absolutely. Because that wasn't really, that's not, that's really, it really diminishes the focus of the dynamic between the match that is move centric. But because this match was very character centric and and Jeff Jarrett was a good heel, this helped Ray Phoenix a lot. I appreciate it. And and I want to say this about Jeff, uh, Chris, because listen, man, I got to tell you this. (laughs) Whether there's supplements involved or there's not supplements involved, Jeff appeared to be in great shape. And here's the reason why I I say that, bro. Bro, Jeff would never go out there and embarrass himself Mm -hmm. ever. And Jeff is not that guy, bro. We have seen so many guys his age Mm -hmm. go out there and embarrass himself. Jeff has way too much pride for that would never allow that to happen so i you know i just gotta say man for a guy his age um he he appeared to be in great shape indeed 
We get a uh, MJF and Adam Cole segment on the boat, and uh, MJF is teasing a, a turn, and Adam Cole says, "I hope you're not doing that." And looks like they're doing more storyline with the with the tease here. So, uh, what, Bro, what have you known about this Adam Cole MJF stuff? On the I, I know they friends and they wrestle a big match yeah. and all this, but I will tell you this: for me, this is a huge thumbs up. Mm. Because I talk about this every week. WWE is not doing this. And I will say this, bro. They are not doing this out of laziness. It's it's, it's not money. It's not budget. It's laziness. Bro, what you saw here was tightly produced. They had to spend a lot of time on it on their day off. They had to pay the talent. They had to send a crew. Bro, a lot of planning and time goes into anything that happens outside of the arena. So, Chris, I give this a huge double, triple thumbs up Mm -hmm. for the fact that they are doing stuff like this and the WWE is not. So there's – Two things that I usually put over with um, AEW. There's not a lot of things. I have my my thoughts on AEW as a whole, but there's two things that I put over that I've put over over the past few months that I think is pretty good. I like the backs, and I've said this on other shows. I like the back, the the out of ring video stuff with MJF and Adam Cole. I I, I like that. I, I think it's great. I've mentioned that before. I think that that really adds layers to angles all the time i like that i like it um there's another thing that uh, i like a lot that uh that we're going to talk about later that that i was disappointed about and we'll, we'll talk about that later but you know we'll we'll see where this goes it's like at the end of the day how far do you stretch this out before someone gets a turn you know what i mean that's that's my biggest thing like there's a there's a payoff that's going to happen, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, how far do we go before the payoff? I, I'm I'm a fan of stretching things, and I've said that before, but at the same time, give me a little bit more Easter eggs, give me a little bit more, you know, uh, crumbs, you know, what I mean, so I can look forward to more other than just having these segments. So that's that's my thing, and I and I'm looking forward to, uh, well. I'm not really looking forward to it, but we'll see. We'll see where where this goes. I do think MJF is going to turn. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't cheer someone that says, you know, the devil has arrived. You know, what I mean, like I just as a yeah, I, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. I can't do that, man. So you know, I, I hope that he changes his uh, vocabulary there as a babyface. Don Cal. Speaking of good heels. This is another thing that I put over there. Yeah, I do want to say, too, bro, because somebody keeps saying this in the chat room. I am well aware that the boat scene was a homage to the Sopranos, bro. I got the joke. I am well, well, well aware of that. Indeed, indeed. Um, Yeah, I I do also. There's there's another. somebody in the chat room says, I have some mental health issues. As a, a professional psychologist, and you're on here with me every week, do you see mental health issues with me? Do I see mental health issues with Vince Russo? Yes, I, don't, um, I can't. I cannot. I cannot confirm or deny that. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Because okay. <laughs> I was looking for a professional opinion for free, bro. Indeed. Uh, no, I, I can't. Uh, I would have to talk to you uh, very, very uh, um, 
seriously and personally to diagnose because I diagnose people every day. Okay. But uh, off the uh, off the off the cuff, do I see any glaring mental health problems with Vince yeah. Russo? On the on the surface, on the surface, no. And no. I don't think. Uh, and I also think that the 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 guy who said that, which I'm not going to put him over because he's not paying, um, is. I, I don't know if he's qualified to make those judgments. So, I, bro, bro <laughs> even though he's not paying, can we put over the guy that says this Featherstone dude seems cool AF? Oh, we, well, thank you. Yeah, can we put I, him let's, over? Let's, bro? let's put him over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's put him <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, Devin, ten k. Yes, ten k. Very nice. Yeah, thank, thank you, let, let's get to Don Cows because, bro, I, I had a couple of pro. I had a, a positive for this and a negative for this okay first of all bro don callan don callis can roll out of bed and cut a promo don callis has been a, a great promo since i started working with him in freaking 1996 okay i love the fact again bro they leave the arena we go to this little dim gym dojo whatever it is however bro here's where i did have a problem uh chris Bro, we got two Japanese wrestlers in there. You know, yeah. all, all I hear about is, you know, Japanese strong style, Japanese strong style. Bro, these two dudes were hitting each other like sissy Marys. Yeah. And, 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 bro, yeah, this, this, was a pre, this was a pre-tape. Yeah. So, bro, if, if I'm producing this, Chris, and it's and I'm watching this and I'm like, bro, this is not stiff enough, man. This I'm making you do it over. Yeah. yeah. Well, to me, bro, you, you went through all the trouble of a setup. It was a good setup. You took us out of the arena again, but the action was soft, bro. That's a fair point because they, they, there's a bunch of different angles that you can do with pre-tapes too to make it seem like very, very uh, hard-hitting and aggressive. So, yeah, yes. and and that and that kettlebell uh, <laughs> shot was <laughs> – very uh very soft and someone who works with kettlebells a lot <laughs> you can you can knock someone out you can you could kill someone with kettle kettlebell but you know just just kind of yeah yeah, you know, yeah. Like, uh, he looked a, looked a bit weak there yeah yeah uh so but i mean like I said, man, I I like Don Callis. I think that he's an amazing heel. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of his work, and I think that he has the ability to make someone like a Kenosha uh, Takesha relevant uh, as a heel, and I'm cool with it. I, I, I like it. Uh, Sammy Guevara, yeah. I mean, I, I just uh, yeah. I, I when he when he was a heel before it worked, um, but this. You know, Chris Jericho held me down type stuff. I mean, like those hold me down turns, those are really hit or miss. And a lot of times yeah. they miss, yeah. you know, so it's just like, uh, like I, I don't buy the hold me down turn. God, bro, I don't know what it is about Sammy. And bro, I did work with Sammy, you know, one time and, you know, I had no issues, no problems whatsoever. I don't know what it is with him, bro. But he's got like the Dominic, the Dominic Mysterio effect with me. Bro, the the I don't know what it is, but he looks so young. Yeah, like yeah, that, that's yeah. the problem I have. Like with him and Dominic, they just look so young. Yeah, Guevara's heel turn worked before because he was such a cocky, arrogant, just p Rick. You know what I mean? And it's like that was that was his gimmick. 
And it worked because people love to hate him. Sammy Guevara, to your point that you made about a week or two ago, uh, Dominic, I mean, Dominic Mysterio has that heat of, I think it's cool as us fans to rally together and put our, put each other over in another way uh, outside of singing people's uh, song. Let's put ourselves over again by booing Dominic. And I want to make one thing perfectly clear. When Callis was cutting his promo, bro, he was getting as much heat as Dominic gets. The difference was, bro, and you could see these. I'm telling you guys, watch the two shows back to back. They weren't lowering Callis's mic. Yeah. That's the uh, difference. So yeah, yeah. even though everybody was booing, when Callis was talking, yeah. we could hear him. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys, man. You, <laughs> you get suckered in for stuff and you don't understand the trick. Yeah. Go watch those segments back to back because, bro, they were booing loudly mm-hmm. while Callis was cutting his promo. Yeah, he gets a ton of heat. Yeah, uh, We also have the... Uh, Post collision video of Ricky Starks and uh, with Big Bill and Wheeler Yuta comes and interrupts and that that sets up a match between them at uh, the pay per view uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean the 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 uh, BCC the Blackpool Comeback Club Club. There were baby faces when re, uh, there were heels and then there were baby faces and then they turned again and now. St- they're still heels, but Brian Danielson is kind of a face now. Starks is a heel. Yuta was getting jeered, and now he's going for Starks, and now that's a pay-per-view match. Again, stuff like this with no story is just a bu- big bundle of confusion. Man. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Um, Nick Jackson wins a four uh, three-way match for the number one contender for the AEW International Championship. Um, thoughts on that? Bro, listen, any any match I was two, four, six times through. Like I I have no like I got no interest <laughs> in their long drawn out crazy spot matches, yeah. bro. All, all all I look for is the finish. I, I'm I'm just being honest, bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there through these matches. Yeah, we have the righteous um cutting a video promo for their upcoming match uh against well was supposed to be uh, MJF and Adam Cole, but that sets up the next segment, which was Adam Cole saying that uh, he's out, he's going to have the surgery, and he had a freak accident uh, that he jumped off the. Both people, like CM Punk, jumped off the stage and was out for a while with an ankle injury uh, because he jumped into because for a while when he came back initially he would jump into the crowd. And he jacked up his ankle there and was out for months. Uh, now, um, Adam Cole and attempt to help um, MJF. Now he's injured too. He injured but yet, uh, yet even with an undefeated uh, record, uh, Doctor Chris, outside of a little concussion, I never, uh, I never hurt myself. I just want to mention that. you did, you did, you did not, you did not hurt yourself, and you are the Hall of Fame killer. Thank you. Uh, I want to say this too. I got. I got. I got to say this. And listen, I like. I like MJF. I'm a fan of MJF. He's a Long Island boy, bro. But, bro, between MJF and Don Callis, 
guys easy with the spray tan. I mean, Mike, I'm like, bro, bro easy, hands. easy, <laughs> easy with the spray tan. But Chris, this is exactly what I'm talking about, bro. Because we have this, pro, we have that they got they got a promo in the ring. Fine. Roderick Strong comes out oh. with two, with two people. <laughs> yeah. Then Jay White comes out with two people, yeah. bro. They're, yeah. Oh my god! With three the, people. He was out with bro, three people. The yeah. budget and the money he's paying for the talent on this show and and not using them, Chris. Mm, yeah. Well, Bullet Club uh, Gold is a faction with uh, Jay, so Jay White's people. They're utilized. But at the same time, uh, you have someone like a big Bill, like Bill Morrissey, William Morrissey. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I like him, but he's barely utilized and he loses just about every match. So it's like, loses just about every match. They're trying to throw him in different sp spots. He was, I think he was with Stokey Hathaway for a second. And then he was uh, someone's heavy. I forgot even what it was before. And now he's Ricky Starks is heavy. And they're just throwing different him in different spots without him even winning. So he's not even helping people's he's not even helping people's stock because he's just losing all the time for someone who's a seven foot giant. It just doesn't make sense to it's me. Just, man. Bro, I say this all the time. It's so hard to um when it comes to Tony Khan, it's so hard because you and I will sit here, Chris, and as, you know, guys that earn a living and guys that are not by any way, uh, you know, rich, the first thing we'll say is what a waste of money. Mm -hmm. But again, bro, when you're a billionaire yeah. and literally money has no value, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You, sure. You'll you'll continue to pay all these guys and, and put them on your television show and what you're paying them just doesn't matter. Here's my question to you with that, Vince. So when does Shad peek his head into the the product and the financial the financial you know meetings and all this stuff and starts to say stuff to his son about hemorrhaging funds? When does he when does well, he I, peek I, his I, head? I, yeah, I would say I would say um Chris, only if there really started to be a significant loss. Okay. Like, I, I think he would continue to let his son do business at a loss gotcha. because he loves it so much. Mm -hmm. But I think if there were a significant loss, then, you know, because I I, I get the feeling sh uh, Shad's all about business. Sure. I really, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So I think if it was a significant loss, then he would say, okay, what are we doing here? Interesting. Okay. So here's my question uh, to you as far as TNA. So Panda owned uh, TNA for a while, right, before Anthem took over and then Corgan took over after that, I believe. Uh, so how often was Panda involved in the, you know, the the, the going-ons of More and TNA? more and more and more as the company was not making money. Okay, Absolutely. yeah. Like Chris, like... Figured. Bro, I am telling you, Chris, when when uh, when uh, Dixie's mom got involved, mm -hmm. um, bro, we were given a budget for the show. Okay. Like, here's what the guys make. You guys are allowed to spend this amount of money on the show. And and I'll never forget one time um, Janice Carter, you know, called me on the phone 
And she basically said to me, Vince, can you write a show without Sting? She mm -hmm. wanted to cut Sting out of the show because of payroll. Huh. And I said, Janice, I can write a show without anybody. Like you, you, you give me a talent roster. I will write a show with who's ever on the roster. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Chris, that's how strict it got where we were given a budget, yeah. a talent budget of what we could spend on every show. Hmm, interesting. Because uh, I'm kind of getting those kind of vibes. Like not, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen anytime in the near future. But if they st continue to hemorrhage all these funds with all these people in this payroll and this theory of I'm not going to release people and you're having dozens upon dozens of people sit on their butts every week making money. I'm wondering, like, when is Shag going to peek in and be like, uh, you're going to have to kind of come back on that. I'm not going to fire people statement. Bro, I could not believe there was an article today that I read about Tony Khan and it was, it was an interview. So there were quotes from Tony uh -huh. and he's talking about like how, you know, the entertainment industry is not loyal and he thinks they should be more loyal, bro. He actually made the statement in this interview is uh, the statement he made was, he has such a loyalty towards TNT and TBS that when the rights contract comes up at the end of 2004, he'd even be willing to sell them the rights for less <laughs> amount of money. And I'm oh, like, wow. brother, what? Like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you, bro? Oh, why? Why in God's name would you? Say that. So now you know immediately TBS and TNT. Okay, bro, we're going to start less. Exactly. Why yeah. would you make a statement like that, Chris? Yeah, man. Just, I mean, and he's a, he's a billionaire. So it's like clearly from a business end, you know, he's doing well. But I think, Vince, this is such a pet project for him. That he's just he he's just living his dream as a yeah. child, yeah. As a as a child, Mark, yeah. Business acumen, business resume, business portfolio out the door when it comes to this because yeah. he's such a mark for the business. He doesn't he he's not applying his business his billion dollar business acumen toward AEW for sure. So. Bro, I, I had to I had to negotiate a price with with somebody the other day, and I swear to me, bro, they 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 said to me something like this. Well, you know, and I'm just throwing the numbers out of you, but they said, well, you know, we 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 would take fifty thousand, but we would go as low as thirty. So I'm like, so what do you, what do you think I'm going to say? Oh no, I'll pay the fifty. Right. Like, bro, why would you even bring up the 50? Just say we'll go as low as 30. Yeah. But for him to publicly say, yeah. keep the relationship going, I'll take less. Bro, that's got to tell me there's more there than meets the eye. Sure. Either they're telling him, bro, we're not so sure we're going to renew this come 2024. Mm. And he's saying, oh, no, bro, I'll take less. I'll take yeah. less. Because, bro, if that's not the case and he's making a statement like that, this guy yeah. does not understand business at all. He needs his PR rep to yeah. you know, come in between that. We have uh, the JR after the Better Than You Baby in-ring promo segment. JY interrupts. Um, 
And then we have uh, JR having to sit down with Christian and Darby Allen Sutton for their uh, two out of three falls match coming up. I'm going to give, I'm, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to tie this in with the end segment because bro, again, uh, uh, compared to the WWE, another thumbs up that the talent has the freedom to cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they clearly did it here. This stuff was not scripted for, I don't think any of these three mm-hmm. and, and definitely when you got to the end with Paige and Strickland, bro, they're cutting their own promos and it's, it is night and day from the 101 WWE promos, bro. So I right. give them all the credit in the world for that. Yeah. It calls you, it calls you to have to, uh, to work on getting better at it, you know? Yes, um, yes. And I think Christian is a fantastic promo cutter. I've said this uh, on a previous show this week. Christian is, it's, it's amazing how Christian can revive himself being in the, you know, being in the business for nearly 30 years at this point and being able to be, still be one of the biggest heels in 2023, man. I, I can respect the heck out of that, man. So he, yeah. he's, he's really good. Um, Orange Cassidy wins a four way against Matt Jackson, Austin Gunn, and Penta. I don't, I don't know what the point of the. Oh, okay. I think it's supposed to be a four way tag match uh, for um, the the pay per view. So I think they were doing singles match, like kind of showcase thing. So there you go. Yeah, you can ask me what I think. What do you think, Vince? That shit that he does. I mean, he, with the hands in the pants. I mean, that is great stuff. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Chris. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh Julia Hart <laughs> defeating uh Willow Nightingale. Uh she had a, a win to set her up. She's going for the TBS championship uh, against Chris Statlander. Um at she's point. got a good look. Uh that 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 Julia Hart uh, definitely has a good look. She um, does. I like Chris Statlander though, man. I think she's a really yeah. good baby face. I like her. Yeah. Uh Swerve Strickland and Hangman Pays does a contract signing to close the show. Yeah, like I said, bro, I, I like the freedom of the promo. I like that. That's 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 refreshing to me. I like that. Bro, I had a pop here though, bro, because because Swerve Strickland needs to do his homework. Okay. Because Chris, do you know, bro, seriously, if it was not my wife's birthday today. I wanted to go to this show yes, and I would, I would, I would have went yeah. Chris. I swear. The only thing that stopped me going was my wife's birthday today, mm-hmm. but I got to tell you, Strickland's got to do his uh, homework bro, because he's very, he's very, bur- very, burying Russell Wilson. Yes, bro. Bronco country. And not stand Russell Wilson. Let's go make your baby they, face. <laughs> bro, they are running this guy out of town like every freaking yeah. week. So he he's trying to bury Russell Wilson to get the pop. And I'm like, bro, you're burying the wrong yeah, guy. Yeah, the wrong bro, person. You're burying it's, the wrong guy, man. Especially when they allow Miami to rack up 70 points. Oh my god, bro. Weekend. Yeah, I, I had I had a pop because bro, they you listen to, to Denver talk here, bro. The, yeah. the, oh my God! The promo. Oh out. my God, bro! Please. Mm, yeah. So that's the. This is the second thing that actually uh, one of my favorite parts of AEW that didn't happen. I pop every single time that Prince Nana, uh, Swerve Strickland's uh, manager, comes out and dance to his theme song. I think that is so funny. It's so stupid that it's hilarious. He does this like swerve dance. <laughs> He just, if you haven't, if, if you're relatively new to AEW or you don't pay attention to it as much, 
YouTube Prince Nana Swerve Strickland dancing. I gotta look at it. And it up. is absolutely hilarious. It's probably yeah. my favorite part of AEW. I pop every single time when I look at it. Uh, but he was about to start dancing. And so Swerve gets the heat and tells him not to dance. And I said, ah, well played. Well played. Yeah. Uh, last uh, last segment. Uh, I don't know if you watched this. Uh, I don't know if you saw this before he went off the air. Jay White is getting attacked backstage by like a, a, a mob. And uh, like the ringleader is dressed up in MJF's uh, devil mask. And uh, he uh, he pie faced the camera and it statics out and fades to black man i so, I, I didn't see it my, my thing cut out bro because that must have been after 10 o'clock 10 o'clock yeah, okay yeah that's what that's what happened so there's a bunch of speculation going on about it and saying you know who who could it be they don't think it's mjf and so you uh, know chris i i, I so. gotta say man i was on um busted open this morning i kind of got into it with uh dave lagreca because he made the comment online that uh, you know, the WWE is going to turn Jade Cargill into a megastar. So I had a comment like, "I'm like Dave, who, who, who's turning a Triple H, Vince McMahon? Give me a name." And you know, so bro, I woke up this morning. Vince, can you come on Busted Open Radio? So you know, I got on there with with Dave. I want to explain something to people, bro, because I am a casual wrestling fan. That is it, bro. I I first and foremost am a television viewer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we got into the conversation, Chris, of, of over what is over. Mm -hmm. And, and I explained to him, bro, if you're a wrestling Mark watching all these shows, everybody's over. Mm -hmm. Everybody's mm -hmm. over. If you are a casual fan, the people that are over are the people that you will watch on TV. What will make me sit in front of this show? Yeah, and yeah. Chris, I swear, I can tell you, I'll only go back five years. Five years. Watching this AEW show and watching the WWE as a casual fan, two people in five years would make me want to watch their segments on TV. And Chris, as soon as their segments are over, I'm watching something else. Mm -hmm. And, bro, those two people were Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt, hmm. period. Hmm. That's what I mean by over. When you're talking about, bro, the, the Jay Whites and the this ones and the that ones, bro, these people are not over. Yeah, that casual from outside the bubble standpoint. Right, casual yeah. wrestling fans are not interested sure. in these people yeah, bro. Yeah. and i i don't know bro i don't know why wrestling fans get so insulted by that that is a fact bro the numbers are telling you that every week that's why you have the same audience yeah, bro stars yeah. aren't just born chris mm -hmm. they're created yeah. And that's the problem across the board, bro. We're not creating larger than life wrestling stars. Yeah, I say that all the time. I agree with you 100%, man. That, I mean, that's it. Uh, I think at the end of the day, we're losing the entertainment and character building point of pro wrestling that we came to the dance loving the character part of uh, the, the wrestling business. We're allowing the minority to be the majority because at the end of the day, the, 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 the mother and kids or 
the 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 father bringing their kids to the the wrestling show that still happens you know i mean at the end of the day that's still the majority of the crowd we're letting the inmates uh, you know run the asylum in, in a lot of ways and because of because it's grow, growing so much we're allowing fans to put themselves over and that be the concentration of pro wrestling as a whole so now we're saying jay white's over and all these people's over and that's the reason why a lot of times vince you have a lot of these peels that don't care about putting the baby over yeah they're looking for the pop they're looking for the chant i saw that with jay white jay white he he kind of at the you know started to downplay and get heat and it was cool but he was kind of sitting there kind of waiting for the chant and i'm like if my point is to get mjf over in this why in the heck am i waiting for people to chant my name if there's anything that i won't want a part of this i won't want people to chant my name and i'm going to do everything to make people hate me because that's what my job is man you got so many people waiting for the chance and you're the heel he's the baby but uh but i do want to feel good about myself and i do want that chant that just messes up the whole fabric of professional wrestling man so you see a lot of that in aew when it comes to matches man yeah well, uh, that is it for the Legion of Dynamite. Uh, let us know, y'all. Um, you know, my my, my schedule is filled to the brim. <laughs> and as a as a doctor and a podcaster, five six shows a week, and uh, this is seven. And uh, also a, a college professor, so my 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 uh, schedule is filled to the brim. But if y'all like what y'all saw this week, if y'all were happy about this. Uh, let us know at uh, what the Vince Russo on X um, at uh, uh, Chris prolific on X follow the both of us and follow uh, sports Keto wrestling on X and t- tag us. Let us know what you think about the show. And uh, maybe if the money's right, if the money's right, yeah, if the money's right, maybe, maybe, We'll make this a weekly thing. So and, so, and somebody pointed out, yeah, bro, without a shadow of a doubt, it was fantastic that this was only a two-hour show. Yes, without indeed. a shadow 100%. of a doubt, bro. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. One hundred percent agree with that. All right. Any other things you want to plug before we head out, my man? You know, that's it, guys. I do a bunch of podcasts with a bunch of people in the industry. Just Russo'sBrand.com. Just go there, bro. You'll see everything I offer. Yeah, don't forget to let them know about the uh, the live Tuesday uh, things that you're doing with Snow. Yeah, man, every Tuesday, man, if you guys are digging that wrestler show on Netflix, which is phenomenal in my opinion, yep. every Tuesday, bro, we do a live show on my YouTube channel with Al Snow, 8 o'clock Eastern, bro. Just go to my YouTube channel, Vince Russo's brand. Indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is the Legion of Dynamite. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.